Hello, hello, and welcome to Entrepreneur Talks podcast run by Women Flakes. We are Women Flakes that empowers, supports, collaborate, and provides services to any woman that is looking to be successful in different ways, in different forms in their lives. Our company provides courses, coaching sessions, and workshops. My name is Yola Bastr, and I am the host of the Entrepreneur Talks podcast. So welcome and enjoy our session with our guest that is coming in. guest for today's podcast is Marianne Leitner. She is the CEO and co-founder of Archer Rose Wines. Amazing, amazing, amazing conversation. You're gonna, you are about to hear. So basically, they produce wines in cans. Can you imagine this? This is also so beneficial for the climate change. So, join us and feel inspired by our conversation. But before we go, let's welcome Marian Leitner. Hello, hello, Marian Leitner. Leitner? Sorry if I make a mistake, but there is your name is on the on the screen. So everyone, <laughs> welcome Marianne today. She's with me, and we are doing for the first time Entrepreneur Talks podcast live. Woohoo! <laughs> this is so exciting. But the aim is to bring the the, the message, the, the the conversation straight away into you so you can feel the same way and you can see how i feel how how i feel inspired every time i spoke with my guests because they always have something to bring for everyone so welcome marianne to entrepreneur talks podcast run by women flicks oh thank you so much for having me yola this is so exciting and i'm happy to be your guinea pig oh <laughs> this is amazing this is amazing thank you so much thank you so tell me my first question normally is where are you talking from where which country or which place are you <laughs> absolutely well we're uh i'm talking to you from the united states of america and from boston massachusetts our our founding city oh wow wow how is the weather there it's beautiful we have a gorgeous crisp fall day outside the sun is shining uh it's uh it's it's got there's a nice snap to the air it's lovely fantastic that's really good so i'm in london united kingdom the weather is a little bit low like it's coming to the point like we're getting into the winter but it's still lovely the the green and the and the mix of brown leaves on the floor just gives that amazing touch of beauty of the the nature so yes amazing so bringing Marion to the Entrepreneur Talks podcast. 
is amazing i'm so excited because we're going to be talking about <laughs> such uh, maybe let me tell you I, i think i never had a conversation about this topic wine right <laughs> we're going to be absolutely about- we're we're here to talk about luxury <laughs> wine in a can yeah so tell me in three words how do you describe not your brand but yourself marian before we get into your brand in three words i would describe myself as growth oriented fabulous uh maybe cheeky <laughs> i love it cheeky <laughs> and the third is persistent that's amazing persistent so powerful world right very very powerful so and now Marian, you are the CEO and co-founder of Archer, if I'm I hope I'm not saying it wrongly. Archer Roos. Archer Roos Wines. What is that? So, at Archer Roos, our goal is we want to bring consumers a better, cleaner glass of wine. And so what that means is that um we have a global portfolio of wines that we produce around the world. uh that are high quality and that are low intervention so that you can feel good about what you're putting in your body. But the twist is that we deliver them to you in individual serving sizes in a in a can as opposed to a traditional 750 ml bottle. Really? And the reason that we do this is because um well two things. One is that increasingly we hear from consumers that they want to have a glass of wine and they don't want to open up a bottle. Mm-hmm. And the second reason is that 60% of the wine industry's um climate impact is comes from supply chain. And so we're seeking to drink our way to a cleaner planet by leveraging the sustainable packaging in order to overall lower our carbon footprint. This is so powerful because you're already working with the uh, with the eyes on climate change and to help the world to be more healthy and stay here <laughs> for longer, right? Absolutely. Well, wine is kind of facing an existential threat. Um even right. more so because of climate change, right? It's an agricultural product. And so We really feel strongly that the wine industry needs to lead uh, by example. And um you know a a great example of this is that because of climate change, yields and and growth in champagne is becoming harder than ever before. And so instead, you see great sparkling wines now coming out of the UK because UK's always had the soil, but they've never had the climate and that's now changing. So This is like a a real existential threat to so many of the players in the wine industry and we believe strongly that we need to be partners in kind of in change and and in adapting adapting okay, totally and by any chance do you have any cans so i can see we can see <laughs> around you <laughs> no <laughs> looks uh, like well, I, i i don't i don't write in front of me but i can go grab them um <laughs> feel free uh, when possible. Yeah, so uh only because it's, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning here, so I I wasn't plan on planning on cracking one open just yet. Um but you can go to our website www.archerroost.com and you can check out what uh what our cans look like. 
fantastic. So, and and because you mentioned that you work with worldwide, so that means you are in London, you United Kingdom, right? You provide these cans to here in London, Anil. There we we don't. Currently, we're only distributed in the United States. We produce our wine worldwide. So we have a very interesting operating model. Rather than going out and building a winery in one specific location, which is really capital intensive and limits the stories that you can tell. Instead, what we do is we decide what varietal we want to produce, and then we go to the region most associated with that varietal, and we hire or partner with a winemaker who then works closely with the grape growers to ensure that the um, production adheres to our SOPs. And then we uh, produce the wine within 20 miles of where the grapes are grown. And then we ship it in a flexi tank. Think, uh, you know, the largest game of slap the bladder you could possibly imagine to upstate New York where we package for distribution. The crazy thing about, you know, this whole model. Something happened with Marion. Uh-oh. Hello? Don't tell me this happening. There we go. Life is real. So I'm so sorry about that. There you I, <laughs> I just said life is real. Boston has terrible internet apparently. No problem. Yeah, you were saying that you pack and then and then we poof, we went off. So we partner with winemakers around the world. Um, they buy the grapes directly from the vineyard owners. And we work closely with them in order to make sure that they adhere to our standards, which are no herbicides and pesticides and low intervention in the cellar. And the reason for this is that we have found that the science behind canning wine is very different than bottling. And our goal is to truly create a replacement product uh, for wine uh, where you are that our wines in cans are as delicious as a wine that you would have at a similar price level out of a bottle. But I never saw anything like that. Uh, I'm going to be sincere. But Marianne, when it comes to a can, I know the cans always have some, how we call, gas or fizzy. The wine is not going to be fizzy, right? Because I don't like fizzy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. So, um, couple things you should know about canning. Uh, so the first is that there is a liner that sits within the can that protects, <coughs> excuse me, Bless. Um, Bless. that protects uh, the wine itself from interacting with the can. And mm-hmm. the second thing is that, you know, we have sparkling wines uh, that are tank fermented and then canned. So those have bubbles, but otherwise our wine is still just like you would have out of any bottle. The thing to kind of, and I know it's hard to wrap your head around, but let me ask you a question. Do you, do you like to drink wine ever? Yes, yes, I do. Do you drink your wine poured into a glass or do you drink it directly from the bottle? To a glass. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So how I'd love for you to think about this is glass, uh, you know, a glass bottle the relationship between wine and glass bottles were really developed so that you could bottle age wine. But the reality is that most consumers are not buying wine and storing it in a cellar to drink in five or 10 years. We're drinking it immediately because none of us have space to store this in our apartments, right? 
And very few of us have wine cellars. And so instead, what we're doing is we're recognizing that the wine that we're all drinking, we want it to be ready to drink now. And second is that there is huge environmental impact to that glass bottle. So instead, what we are doing is bringing the, the wine to you in a vessel. That's all the can is. Um, that's an individual serving size. So that instead of opening up a bottle uh, and having to drink that whole bottle, we're just giving you enough for a glass of wine. And it tastes just as it would if it came out of a typical bottle. Wow. And, and if we have like... So a bottle, uh, like the same amount of a, bo a bottle would be two cans? Uh, no, actually, um, three cans equals a bottle. Ah, okay. All right, I'm just thinking if I have friends around, one can is not enough, so I need to have more. It's true. Well, we, we sell them in a four pack carrier so that you get four cans per pack uh, and then you can, you know, crack one open as you want. Wow. And this is so amazing. I never, ever heard about it at all. I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm like curious. I want to know where I can find these cans in the UK so I can try something. And I, I'm just thinking here, do you have any connections in Portugal in terms of wine? Uh, We do. And we're actually working uh, with a winemaker to make a Portuguese wine for 2023. I'm Portuguese, so I'm like, yes, awesome. we, we have good wine. And you it, do, you have great wine. And yeah. a vino verde, imagine how delicious a vino verde would be in a can. Ooh, uh, no, I'm not a fan of vino verde. Ah. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer red wine. Uh, red wine from Douro? Yes, I probably, because I never, I tried the right vinho verde, if I make sense. The, 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 mm -hmm. Because that is tastes and tastes. And I'm like, because some of them come like with bubbles. I don't know how, why. Yeah. Like the, the green is bubbles or the white is bubbles. And so I, I just go for the red. Uh, <laughs> another another curiosity I have now, right now, is how... Do you, do you, uh, when you, when you create, like you place the wine in the, the cans, do you have any old wine in cans? Or that is no. What do you old. mean by old wine in cans? You know that, like you said, some people likes to keep the wine and then just drink after five years, right? Do you know, like when we go to a shop, we have different ages. Like yes, vintages, exactly. So um, here are some interesting statistics. 96% of all wine that's bought and sold worldwide is less than two years old. We drink young wine. We don't drink old wine. And why is that? Because older wine is actually limited in production. And the second thing is that there is this um, misunderstanding that all, all wine is better aged. And that's also not true. 40 years ago, less than 1% of all wine that was produced globally was put into a bottle because there was a recognition that only wine that had a certain structure and acid was really meant to be bottle aged and could stand the test of time. Why that changed was a marketing ploy. People wanted to think, make you think that the wines that they were selling you were more expensive than they actually were. 
It's not to say that they are bad or that they're cheap. These are delicious, well-made wines. The difference is, is that they are younger and they're actually not meant to bottle age. They won't taste as good the older that they are, which again is most wine that's produced worldwide. So to answer your question, all of our wines are young on the youngest side. The idea is that uh, we actually work directly with our winemaker to say when is the wine optimal and perfect to drink, and that's when we can it. And because cans are hermetically sealed, so there's no light and there's no oxygen, we're able to really bring to you a delicious product just like the winemaker would want you to enjoy it. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Now I'm more curious. Even. <laughs> So, <laughs> thank you so much, Marianne. Thank you. And when did you start this business and why did you start the business? So, I started this business six years ago around my dining room table. And the idea was really simple. Uh, we just, my husband and I wanted to bring, we wanted to drink a, a we like having a glass of wine after work on a Monday or Tuesday night. But every time we open up the bottle, we finish it. And we both have jobs and we also have young young child. So we have to get up really early in the morning and sometimes you just want a glass. And when I looked around, you know, the what I've I've struggled with with the wine industry is that they always sell you on this idea of a genteel life. Like you have to drink this wine in a bottle. You have to use a corkscrew. You need a white tablecloth. And we should all be aspiring to one day own a winery. Well, you'll, I'll be really honest. I, my life is very far from that. You know, I'm, I'm a working mom. I'm constantly on the go. I'm balancing 20 million things. My glass of wine at the end of the day, that's my treat to myself. And so the idea of why we started this was I don't want to have to compromise on quality. I don't want to have to give up what I love and the one thing that I get to do for myself in the day. But I want to make sure that it's worth it. And so Archer Roos, we founded it to really build a brand that's built on your values and your your values being quality, consciously crafted, meaning organic, sustainably made, um, and dangerously delicious. Hey, and dangerous delicious. I love it. That's amazing. That's six years ago and you already worldwide. That's amazing. Yes, we're producing worldwide. Yeah, that's really powerful because when we look, six years is not that long and it takes persistence. Like you said at the beginning, the three words, one of the last one of, to describe yourself is persistence. And that's what it makes your your dream or whatever you decided on that table with your husband. So it came through and it keeps going. That's absolutely well done, Marianne. Well done. (laughs) I'm very, thank you. Well, well done to you for for (laughs) telling stories. It's great. Yes, there we go. That's why I, I, that's why women fleeks wants to bring this uh, podcast straight live so people can watch and feel it and then check you or check your business and then at the same time just like okay she do it she did it i can do it instead of just waiting for another month or so to listen this amazing story thank you marianne and now i would like to ask uh i hope i don't know it's my last question i normally say this but (laughs) let's see 
where people can find you or know more about your company, your brand, what platforms or website? Absolutely. You can follow us on Instagram at Archer Roos, A-R-C-H-E-R, Roos, R-O-O-S-E, Wines. Or you can check us out at archerroos.com on the on the internet and if you have trouble finding us uh the actress elizabeth banks is actually a business partner of ours in this endeavor and so feel free to google elizabeth banks wine and it will also show up (laughs) that's amazing wow you got these kind of partners wow that's really good so anyway don't 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 worry, Marianne, because all this information will be on the description of this session, this podcast. So people are gonna reach you straight away by the looking to the description. It will be there your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, because I, I've checked everything. And and also your webpage, your website. Okay. Fabulous. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for this amazing experience being live for the first time for Entrepreneur Talks podcast run by Women Flicks. It was a pleasure. And I'm going to look for your wine around London and to see if I can, because uh, maybe on a wine store, I will be able to try ordering us online. Oh, okay. I can order straight from your website. Yep, we are um, currently only distributed in the United States, but we're working on uh, finding the right partnership to launch in the UK soon. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, you take care. Do you want to say anything else for my audience? Do you Did you send me any freebie or promotion? I yes, uh, if you want to check out our website, uh, you can get 15% off. Uh, with Mary Maker, M-E-R-R-Y-M-A-K-E-R 15. Uh, we'd love for you to try and we can't wait to hear what you think of the product. Fabulous. I'm going to be placing this on the information of the podcast session. Thank you once again. Take care. Thank you. you. All the best. Take care, Marianne. Thank you so much for being with us here on our podcast. And I do really hope that you enjoy, you feel powerful, empowered, inspired, and continue your journey with All In. Don't forget, follow us on social media where you're going to be able to get to know exactly which guest is coming live every single week. We are on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Women Flicks, all the way to success.